Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down. Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to, once again, the Bass Guy Get oh, Brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatine. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Happy you here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Hey, boom hey how's that for a, a new intro there um starting off this show uh if you don't know about all of the shows we have on the paddle and fin podcast network you can see them all right there and uh look all them fellas up and ladies too good stuff but hey welcome back another edition of chasing the tide i'm your host dustin nichols and you're on your saltwater connection on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We've got a good show lined up tonight, so uh, we'll go ahead and bring old, bring old boy in. we got got uh, Zach Steele joining us tonight. He's uh, down in Florida. He's uh, smooth down there from uh, the Houston area, so we're going to bring him in and see what's going on. What's going what's on tonight, going on, man? man? Hey, what's going on, man? Thank you for having me. It's going. It's going. You know, you, <laughs> you, you uh, spend time on social media mm-hmm. and being in that niche of kayak fishing. <laughs> you start mm-hmm. to see – you know, you recognize people here and there. You start seeing people post. You start seeing similar stuff shared to you through the algorithms and everything. And you're one that would pop up a lot on me. I finally started following you. I was like, hell yeah. 
only thinks <laughs> with a zero. <laughs> hey, thank yeah, you, man. Yes, right. <laughs> For no, sure. Yeah, yeah uh, and I see you uh, you fishing some familiar territory and stuff, and I was like, man, I got to catch up with this dude and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good yeah. to have you on the show, brother. Yeah, um, no, I know we were you. talking talking beforehand. Uh, you just moved back down to Fort Myers, Florida. So um, if you don't mind sharing with everybody, uh, you know, introduce yourself. Give them a little backstory about, you know, growing up a little bit, starting fishing and what led you into that that plastic boat and then uh, chasing all these fish. Yeah, man. Uh, so grew up in southwest Florida down in Fort Myers. Um, started fishing pretty much like everybody does. Pond hopping, uh, bank fishing down at the beach, you know, shore fishing, that kind of stuff. Throwing some live bait out there. Um, and then, you know, as I got older, I not myself. I wasn't fortunate enough to have a boat growing up, but uh, a lot of my friends did. So, you know, I'd ride their coattails, tag along with them, and slowly started getting into saltwater fishing in my teenage years um, and uh, just fell in love with redfish down here and snook. You know, that's mainly what we'd go after. Um, and then kind of took a break from fishing really through college. Um, I was up in Tallahassee, which was about an hour and a half from the coast. Wasn't impossible to go fish, but was improbable with everything I had going on. Um, and then, you know, moved to Texas 10 years ago uh, and started getting back into it a little bit. Um, I bought a kayak a year ago. Um, I've only been kayak fishing for about a year. Um, everything else before that was bank fishing, shore fishing. And, you know, I love it. I'll never go back to anything else. Oh, I know, right? It just... it that that kayak opened up so many different opportunities and areas you can access and that, that was the thing that drew me into it you know same with sure. just opening up more water yeah. to me besides walking in somewhere and wade fishing somewhere you got to walk into or bank or pier or everything with the crowds right. get yeah. away from the crowds you know yeah. always always a big plus especially if you don't have a boat right um, it's, the, it's the logical next step from shore fishing for sure and then there's like they make everything imaginable now to put on that dang kayak it's like crazy on there just, yeah. i mean you can keep throwing money on that till you're blue in the face exactly exactly so you um <laughs> came over here spent time in in houston and everything and then now you're 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 back in uh southwest florida um uh, you know transition back to that area <laughs> and uh you're just going to spend your time there you're there for for good right now or will you kind of differentiate yeah. but between back between Texas and here, or I mean, I will try to get back to Texas as much as I possibly can. Um, for right now or for the foreseeable future, um, I'm here. Um, I came down to help with the family business and, you know, try to get my dad to slow down a little bit before he works himself into an early grave. Oh, there you go. You know, he's getting older and we got a lot of stuff going on. So thought I could help out being down here. Um, but yeah, the transition is, uh, it's tough to say the least. It's, oh, it's yeah. a different world down Different here. fishery. It, 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 big time, you know, totally different 100%. down that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have more um, channels and different kinds of things there. I mean, you do have some mangroves and stuff, and but not the flats that we have or the flats they have further up towards yeah. like, uh, Sarasota the- and up in uh, uh, south of Tallahassee, uh, St. Mark's and all that down there mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah, uh, up on the neighborhood. Coast, yeah, mm-hmm. yep, Pan- Panacea and all that's all pretty cool. Yeah, yep, that stuff's pretty yeah, neat up there. It's uh, definitely different down there where you're at. For sure, that's been the biggest thing. It's just the depth changes, right? I mean, I yeah. could go out in Texas and I could, you know, from here to 
the, as far as I could possibly see, it's just flats. I could weigh that and I knew what I was getting into. I knew the flats and I know where the fish are going to be. Um, down here, I, you know, from what I've heard from the guys is during the summer, the redfish run a little deeper. Um, I'm not used to deep water. So it's, yeah, going to be a How little. How deep are they talking about? To, How deep? Yeah, I don't know, honestly, man. Yeah. I, I've been catching them in about six feet. Yeah. Crankbait, but dude. I also square, yeah, square crankbait, yep. square bills, <laughs> and, and, and a and a chatterbait with a big paddle tail on it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, in the rivers in Alabama, absolutely crush them on that. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah the sandbars, six six foot, five to seven six foot. foot. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Five series square bill in like a bone color. Oh man, I'm getting all sorts of lure tips yeah. from you. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like some of the biggest redfish I ever caught in a certain said river. In Gulf Shores, Alabama, that I will not name. Uh, yeah. there's a lot of resident, resident bulls over 40 inches in there. And I crushed really? them one day. I was in a oh, tournament man. fishing, trying to fish for slots, you know, and I was uh -huh. catching bull redfish on on a one knocker <laughs> scoop over like Couldn't a find that 20 over like a stump field. Yeah, it was like stupid the amount of fish. I, and I didn't even, I mean, I had my board only went to 32 inches. So it was like, so how yeah, big is this of, thing? I didn't even lay it down. Too. It was like two foot. It was big. It was pushing 50, I guarantee it. I, I had one on a little little 1.5 series square build. It just yeah, it was fun. Small Super small. fun. It, oh, it was choked. It is down. His crushers had to do surgery on that one. And that's that's a lot. We've had a lot of bulls in, in, in my area around here, Lavaca Bay and stuff lately. And they've been they've been crushing the wake baits. You know, they just man. been coming up and just inhaling those little hunchbacks, man. Big you time. know who was who was telling me about the bull reds up there was uh trail chaser. Oh yeah, David. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. David's a great dude. Me and Dave fish together quite a bit here and there. Oh, he's great, man. Yeah, I've yeah. gone out with him down there in POC a few times and great dude. Salt of he the was earth, a really awesome. Yes, uh a couple uh couple shows ago before I had Chris oh, Castro, yeah. Chris Castro on again. Yeah. Yep. We're we're pretty tight knit community uh here in uh, the Texas kayak scene. Uh, mm -hmm. We all pretty much know everybody or know what everybody's doing <laughs> or by yeah, word of mouth, right. know, know what's going on. Um, especially, I mean, I know David's more, uh, he's a bigger YouTuber. He does got a little John Skiff and fly fishes, but mm -hmm. you know, we've got quite the, uh, the little tournament scene down here too. Uh, oh, you know, got some really yeah. cool stuff. Um, I'm actually wrapping up working on, uh, one myself that we're going to put on through three bells outfitters and okay. Palin Films yeah. have somebody, some of the guys from, from PNF help us judge, but it's a, it's a two day event. The first day is, uh, uh, five, uh, no three redfish slot will be 18 to 32 inches and it's going to be 7 a.m to uh 4 p i think lines out is at three um yeah, it's going to be a cpr event that That's will be right. online yeah. and then the next nice. day we'll have the captain's meeting at the boat launch on north shore park on lake bass drop and will be your best five bass and your aggregate total of the five bass and the three redfish will determine oh. the winners so it's a redfish greenfish right, cool. you're gonna have yeah. to get redfish the first That's day right. and bass the next day That's so cool. i want to change it up a little bit because i do fish for both you know right. i'm not yep. always fishing for bass i'm more saltwater than anything yeah but, oh, man, that'll, that'll keep you on your toes though man man it's, it's, gonna, be fun. it's gonna be fun yeah, that'll be cool. got some good companies involved with some 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 prizes waterloo's gonna hook some stuff up give me a couple rods um you know man, we'll have some stuff I, I think i got a couple reels from Daiwa, uh some some lures from grande skinny water lures um nice. and then three bells gonna send some stuff so we'll we'll have quite a quite a smorgasbord of giveaways among with the uh the, um, the entry entry fee will be 55 bucks for the main pot. Then you'll have, we'll have a side pot for big bass for 10 bucks and a side pot for the most uh, spots on the redfish, which will be the left side 
with the fish facing <laughs> towards the left with the belly towards you on the on your measuring board. So it'll be yeah, the most side side. Too. Yeah, just that That's side. Cool. It yeah. just makes it easier. Just makes yeah. it easier. Just I make it. it all one way and that way nobody's flipping around and nobody's fussing about anything so yep. <laughs> i think that's how they did it in the babes on the bay when they did it uh cpr uh, they did. Yep. yep yes they did i want to say they had it one side only on the on the on the spots so yeah but man enough of that i, I just had to plug that real quick <laughs> once we got talking i kind of fell that way you know um i'll talk to paint off the wall everybody that listens to this knows that already. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, um, Tom in Florida, you know, fishery wise and everything, it's definitely, definitely some difference there. For sure. And, yeah, and you, know. you say the redfish are definitely deeper. Is there, what's the trout fishery like down there right now? I, I know some stuff was struggling on Florida West on the Gulf Coast. You know, I, you know, I'll be honest, I'm probably not the right person to ask about that. I yeah. am a big redfish guy. I target redfish all day. That's pretty much yeah. all I do. Um, now, that being said, I have caught a couple trout out there, but yeah. I'm not seeing a whole lot and haven't really heard too much either, honestly. I'm more in tune with what's going on in Texas right now. I've only been right. down in Florida for three weeks. Yeah, because you just down, been down there for three weeks again. Yeah. Right. Just trying to get you get wet behind the ears a little bit yeah, right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, that's why I was wanting to kind of get in and talk about some, some, some trout stories. But you know, time, times, you know, there's times you are targeting redfish, and then all of a sudden, man, you just catch a hammer. There's been a couple of times when I've been chasing redfish all day in like a back marsh, in like a bayou, uh -huh. where you never would have thought, and then catch like a 25, 26 inch trout back there. You oh know. yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I've been in some back lakes around Galveston, caught 28 yeah. inch trout in there. Man, it's nuts do the same thing yeah it's just weird how sometimes those fish just the way they set up you know can mm -hmm. can lead them to different areas you know following the bait yep. you know following that yeah. tight end and, and you know it's just different they 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 do they, they do have different tendencies than the redfish but sometimes you'll be chasing a school of reds and you'll say man that's not a red back there to be like a 20 you know like you said 26 27 inch trout back there uh, and rip it out dude it's like yeah, right seven pound trout out of the redfish school you know that's yeah. really cool that if you can do that you know um same same place but different yeah yeah definitely it, yeah they they do got they, they have different tendencies for sure but but this year i don't know before you left i've noticed a lot more um more number of bull redfish this year than bull last reds. year at this time. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing yeah. many more over 30 inches than I did this time last year. Man, I don't know what was going on this summer, but I kept running into schools of 32, 33-inch fish, just big fish, man. Back in, I mean, back lakes where I would never see them before. Yeah. Um, now, with that being said, the number of slot size fish I saw definitely went down. Yeah. I think there's in the future going to have to be a conversation about what's happening with our redfish. Yeah. Cause they took the brunt of everything after the freeze. hundred percent. Right. I mean, 100%. everybody, well, people weren't catching trout. Trail, yep. Right. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. turn on the reds, you know, at, uh, I went down to Mansfield and fished with uh, Wayne Davis and Ernest Cisneros. Those yeah. two guys, man. I mean, awesome guys. They do that empty stringers catch and release deal. You oh, get, yeah. You know, a discount on your guide and everything. It's pretty cool. And those guys are well, really – Well, you booked a trip down there with, with, with the Kelly Woodruff guys, yeah. Yeah, I I tagged along with some more yeah. well-off friends of mine. Oh, there <laughs> <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just think it's a really cool thing what they're doing down there, man. And you don't sure. see a whole lot of that, you know. You see the the stringer pictures and the you know the boat haul pics, and hurts my heart a little bit. To see, oh all yeah, that. I will keep some fish every now and then, you know, for yeah, the family when they want fresh fine. fish. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna cook it that evening. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, clean it right. that day, cook it, right. harvest it. We're gonna eat it that night. Yeah, and that's um, not keeping fish. I mean, perfectly fine, right? No. I mean. That's it's perfectly legal. fine. Yeah. Everybody has a right. Absolutely. Yeah. But but yes, there there does need to be a conversation. For sure. For sure. At some point. Just like with the trout, the redfish. I mean, I am catching lots of redfish, but still, it's not going to be like that way forever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not going to be that way forever. There's just too many people on the water. Mm-hmm. Too much pressure. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at, I wrote an article for Fish Monkey. Uh, man, I think it got published two months ago or something. Um, but it kind of went into what was happening with the trout and redfish around Texas. Yeah. Um, and the, if you looked at the just the numbers of fishing licenses that were sold before COVID and then mm-hmm. after COVID, after. I mean, it went up 30, 40%. Oh, yeah. It's hard yeah, to sustain have. that without changing some regulations. And then we get yeah. the freeze on top of that. And then we lose, you know, lose quite a bit of the biomass of fish. Yeah. Specs and, and other fish too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, reds are a little bit more hardy, but I mean, but, For sure. but then again, you, you look south of JFK and Corpus mm-hmm. right now, and it's almost like you got an influx of trout from the Gulf, like some of the bigger surf runners and stuff. So they say right. there's been, uh, even down there, you know, drifting flats, looking for redfish around some stuff down that way. King red shoreline, mm-hmm. this and that I've caught some solid trout this year down there. And not just few, like pretty good numbers. Yeah, I was before I left, I was catching more trout than than usual, um, which is good, man. I mean, it's awesome. I, I mean, it's proof in point that regulations work. But the redfish took a freaking hit, dude. I'm yes. telling you, that's the only that's the only thing I saw for a while. Matagorda yeah. everywhere. Matagorda, yeah. you know, hundred percent. Yeah, sergeant. I, I, the 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 title of my that article was "Redfish Rule the Cleaning Table." Yeah. Yep. Which is, you know, it's all you saw for yeah. a long time there. Yeah. And it, I mean, even though I'm friends with some people and, and they're in the kayak community and everything too, but it seems like every time I'm seeing pictures, they got this stringer loaded up with redfish. I'm like, man, you need to let yeah. some of the things go sometimes, man. Yeah. I, I want to say it, but it's just <laughs> yeah, like, right. I kind of hold it back. I kind of, you know, somebody, you know, I don't want to be like argumentative about it but then again you gotta look at the <laughs> you don't want to be that the, the conversation side of things you gotta look at that yeah 10 years it, from now 20 years from now i mean i know we have tpwd you know they do their thing with the hatcheries and everything else too but mm-hmm. you know is it gonna hold up i mean is it will it we don't know hard to tell i mean I, I, I think at the end of the day it's i don't think people are out there really trying to be malicious about it i think it's you know, it's a yeah. Lack not of everybody. There is there's some of them out there though. There's yeah, for sure. Not, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, no doubt. 
But you know, if yeah. you took me, if you took me elk hunting, I'm sure I'd make all kind of mistakes that I'm not supposed to make. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I know. And same thing with people that are going out with guides and fishing for the second and third time in their life. You know, they just don't. Right. They need well, to learn. Just, yeah, that's what it's about. Education. Yeah. 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 For sure. Oh, sure. So only dinks. You know how how did, <laughs> how how'd you come up with that name on social media just to kind of. Man, you know, I never really thought I'd have to explain it to anybody. (laughs) Um, Set yourself apart. I mean, that's kind of catchy too, you know, it is catchy. I think it was, so when I I started that last, like, February or something, um, I think I was right around the time OnlyFans was taking off. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and only only fins was taken. So yeah, only fins, <laughs> only fish. On yeah, only so, and then you know, yeah, and I mean, it was at, taken. So yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The original only dinks was taken too. But I mean, you look at social media. I think there's a lot of people trying to take themselves too seriously as fishermen. Um, and I wanted a name that I could live up to. There you go. Oh, <laughs> 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 all fish are welcome. Yeah, that's right. On and my makes... end of my line, like that's we got no problem with that. Like, well, that's right. I don't we're how we're an equal, <laughs> an equal opportunity fisherman here to to, to land right. whatever gets on my hook. <laughs> no doubt, man. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. This uh, this weather we're having lately here, you know, we're uh, Are y'all getting a bunch of rain? drought conditions. No, it's more up towards Houston and stuff. We didn't get a lot over here. Oh, that's right. You're it's cool there because there's right. a bunch of, you know, rivers and stuff around here that are pretty dang green right now. And there's some fish yeah. in them. Yep. You know, a lot of people think a lot of the rivers are just uh, winter fisheries, but mm-hmm. I beg to differ on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There, there's there's fish everywhere right now. I mean, there is. There is. There is. They, but think about, it, you know, summertime, hot. You know, you're gonna look for a little, yeah, little getaway every now and then, a little cooler water. You know, we're sad. I mean, look at what do people do in Texas when it gets hot? They go to the rivers. They go to the rivers. <laughs> well, right now there's not a whole lot of water in some. Of yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, right now in the back in the marsh, there's just. See, I run a motor. I run a on my smaller Q pick. I run a, a Torquedo four three AC. You like that and thing? Oh yeah, yeah. I run. It runs. I got it to sit. It'll run in less of less than a foot of water. I'm gone. (laughs) Yeah, yep. But uh, it'd be running, and then man, it's just like rain. It's like the big raindrops, but it's shrimp jumping. Yeah, there's so many like two to three inch shrimp right now. It's insane, and it seems like it's they're a little bigger earlier right now. Yeah, man. I wish I was over there to tell you what I was seeing. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been over well, there in Florida. What what, uh, in August. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah, they're I yeah mean, starting to yeah. yeah coming to September. There, but there there's a lot of shrimp back there because for a while there was still those little uh, pogies, little yeah, yeah, yeah. dad, mm-hmm. you know, them little one inch things where they're just getting rained everywhere and yep. everything's hitting them, and you're like, man, yep. I'm throwing everything over there. Possible to imitate nothing. that. <laughs> oh, dude, a little blade bait. Bam, little from, blade bait? From the bass side. I'd usually just bite a little paddle tail. Bite a little paddle tail like off or throw yeah. those little... Um, An opening night or something. Yeah, the the, the head and boyo is a little smaller top waters too. Yeah, on the yeah. calm base. I've done those, really man. good with those on the calm mm-hmm. base. And along Have the grass. You, yeah. 
yeah, a little more of a finesse top water there. Yeah, yep. for sure. Head is my that's my thing, man. I oh, love yeah. their their top waters. One knocker all day Super long. Junior, that's my that's yep. every time I go out. That's all. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can't beat those. Get a little more high pitched sound with that. Spook Jr. and then the one knocker, you got that just one big mm-hmm. ball bearing That's in there, just deep. knock, 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 <laughs> knock. Yeah, I've caught a lot, caught a lot of big trout up in deeper water with that right there. You know, six, foot, sure. five, six foot deep. And then flounder, I've seen a lot of flounder this year. Man, I did too before I left. Yeah, a lot of flounder breaching too, jumping, yeah, like out jumping of and chasing yep. stuff. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yep, pitch back in there and usually can it's get cool to see a flounder do that. Yeah, I've had them come up and eat a top water or come up and eat wake baits, really plenty of times. Yeah, really, man, mm-hmm. I'm a, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the the you know, they but like what it goes back to, what I was talking about before was that just a lot of a lot of bull redfish right now. I've seen mm-hmm. major schools of bull redfish all in, in the back lakes in the main base systems everything right now it's just like yep. Whoa. <laughs> they're getting ready to yeah. do their thing they're like setting yep. up already you know staging yeah they're moving, staging you know? up <laughs> oh yeah there's definitely been some some fun days out there chasing them things especially down in corpus area uh, laguna been a couple of big schools down there you can luck into and it's just it's just pretty fun you know you catch one yeah. or two you're like okay i'm done i'm gonna go catch me some <laughs> yes. try to find some flounder in some of these little deep pockets and stuff but mm-hmm. yeah it's uh some good stuff around man so i know you're um you know you're back down there in florida you're just now transitioning back to that area you know yep. so um what what are you doing down there now what you said you went down there to help your family out and yeah we've got, got a, a lighting got a company down here and lighting? they needed a little help yeah, yeah. outdoor lighting outdoor yeah. lighting. cool cool deal so yeah it's pretty to... good man but yeah it's uh I, I miss texas i think about it every day oh yeah <laughs> I miss the fishing. I miss the people over there. Yeah. Um, you know, in a perfect world, I'd still be there, but it's okay. Florida's good too. There's good fishing down here. I got family. Help out the family, here help too, out the family first, man. That's yep. right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Definitely. You know, definitely. So, you know, we were talking earlier about this, this, this craze with the, it's really starting to come out with all these baits that are transitioning over from the bass side, you know, mm-hmm. and I know we've, I've used, you know, twitch baits and stuff here and there before and jerk baits and then the glide baits and really big soft plastics, like soft plastics that are made for like um, catching the big lingcod in California out of the kelp beds. They're like seven, oh, yeah. eight, eight yeah. inch with like Six, an eight and ten off. Of this. Yeah. yeah, with a big ten off like owner beast hook. And I've, I'll mm-hmm. throw them for trout too. You just big bait, big fish, you know. That's hey, right, it does man. work. That's but we were talking goes. about that. Um, there's been a push with that lately. I know. Chris Bush from Speckled Truth has been been sharing some te- tips and techniques with the jerk baits and the tuning of all of those in mm-hmm. different rip and slash baits. And then he just had um, Mike Herman from uh, Donkey Bay Swim Baits out of Louisiana. Mike's uh, hand makes um, the molds for these uh, these awesome glide baits. Uh, that if you're not familiar, you need to go check it out. Donkey Bay Swim Baits, you know, on Instagram and Facebook because that's another bait that these some of these a lot of these fish haven't seen that's right yeah and it's pretty cool there's some of them that are you know three four or five ounces that you have to have different rods so don't think you can go take (laughs) your your hp light and go throw them on because it doesn't work (laughs) and don't think you can take your big pitching flipping stick like super extra heavy rod and go sling them either because you still got to have especially for big trout you still got to have that give 
for mm-hmm. them fish to surge and have them big head shakes. You got to be able to absorb that impact. 100%. Um, you know, you're throwing it on, you know, just 20 pound fluorocarbon only. So you have a little <laughs> bit of stretch and all that too. Mm-hmm. And you need a little, you know, you need backbone, but you to, to throw that bait, but you still need, you know, that power and that action and that rod to be able to absorb, you know, them, them head shakes that those big fish over, you know, 24, 25 inch trout. Once they get mm-hmm. that big, they're a different animal. They're a different breed, different entity altogether. So, yeah, man. I, uh, I'll tell you what I've been using down in uh, Port O'Connor in the dead of summer when that grass is real bad. Mm-hmm. Top water frogs, wheelless frogs, frog, man. Uh-huh. They will yep. annihilate one of those. Things. That's what I was going to say with these higher tides yeah. we have in the in <laughs> yeah. small grass. A, a bone colored popping frog or a white little yep. frog or a zoom speed toad. Yes, yeah, Spro uh, makes a really good Spro, one. Spro makes one. I was just throwing mm-hmm. those down in Florida. The little Spro, uh, it's the hollow body, but it has the little kickstands on the back, dude. Yeah, yep, with the dual hooks coming out. Yep, the side. dual. Well, they crush them yep. things. That's yep. all I throw. <laughs> yep, I got a bone one that's got like pink on the throat that Striking makes, and then they also make a brown one with orange. They love that one too. It looks like kind of yeah. like a. A mud minnow type thing and a crab or whatever and then those uh those weedless i know the company i'm associated with makes a it's almost like a fluke but it's got an air tail that you put a you put a rattle in the tail so it's got what a hollow tail on it grande grande okay, bath yeah. it was a grande yeah. salt but they're going we're going to be called skinny water little co now so they put a little they put a little knocker yeah, in there you can put a little glass rattle in the tail That's of cool. that one and that one on a weedless little four-all hook works real good in the grass, too. You can kind of bring it through. It's kind of like a fluke, but with a hollow tail that you can put a little rattle in it or put sin inside. You can do a lot of things with that bait. It's pretty cool. Oh, kind so of they, stands, just kind of stands it, up. they just leave it hollow and you can yeah, put whatever it's, it's you want. Yeah, it's hollow. There. You can put scent oh, cool. in there with a little, with a little, uh, little injection, shell. little deal, or you can put, yeah. a, you put a little thin four-millimeter uh, glass rattle in there. It'll fit right in there, too. Yeah. Interesting. Pretty neat stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Cool. They can't. They started on the bass side, but then kind of transitioned to the salt water. Kind of helped out uh, Jerry with them. And funny how that works. Then uh, some good stuff coming down the pipe. There will we'll be. Uh, yeah, man. See more and more of that now. bass stuff coming over. Yeah, there's a yeah crawfish why, too. I mean, why a speed work, speed right? crawl, a white speed oh, yeah. crawl. Yeah, yeah. weedless. Mm. <laughs> Just looks like a little crab. Changing all kind of seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Chatterbaits too. Even right, in the, gra- on the flats, for, right? the chatterbaits on the flats are tough to beat in that grass. It'll pull just because I, I mean, I fish heavy grass with them for bass, so mm-hmm. why wouldn't it work in the grass on the salt water? You know, and it does. You know, I mean, yeah, the chatterbaits are magic, money. right? Yeah, yeah, the redfish magic, great, great bait. Actually, those on, I actually throw those for bass. <laughs> the oh, yeah, the the ice strike ones because you know they're right. Yeah, you know, I just put a paddle tail on them and throw them for bass sometimes without having a a, a skirt on it. You know. Because mm-hmm. I strike chatterbaits, they make don't have a skirt, and I like those with a either like a fluke style bait or a big you know paddle tail on it. You know they got a lot of vibration. They hunt. They kind of dart and stuff in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of good stuff with them. You know, a lot of good stuff. How did so, Okeechobee go, man? What were you down there for? Tournament? I was down there for a, a kayak fishing league, um, a tournament, a team tournament. We we went down there to go face the. Uh, a team from Florida, the Florida Copperheads. Okay. And, uh, I'm on a team out of Alabama that I was just kind of like an alternate to help with Okeechobee because quite a few of their guys couldn't make it. They had different, you know, um, commitments to different tournaments and things like that. So right. uh, the guy who's managing the team was like, Dustin, 
you don't come you don't come fish Okeechobee with us. You don't get on the, the Coosa Kingfishers. I was like, sure. I said, because I reached out to some other teams. Like, hey, I'll be alternate or whatever, you know, because uh -oh. of my schedule. I can't really make everything all the time. And then I got other tournaments I wanted to fish. So, unfortunately, going to Okeechobee kept me from fishing the uh, PRL, Professional Redfish League Championship, that was the same day. Oh, really? And I had oh, been man. on some. Man, I've been on some studs too. I've been on some yeah. big fish, and then actually that 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 tournament ended up being pretty tough. I mean, it was only only a, I think it was point three pounds separated first through third third place. Really like one point nine one one point or eleven point nine one eleven point six nine and eleven point six one. That was the spread for the top three finishers. That's a pretty good payday at that one too. That'll clench you up a little bit right there. Yeah, we did good. Okeechobee was tough. It's just some of the spots I remembered from back in the day, It was the lake was low, so there wasn't a whole lot of water there. We kind of had right. to regroup, readjust, and work as a team to find the fish. And then we all went and waylaid them in, from one area. <laughs> and, and, it, and it played. It panned out. We won. Yeah. It's it the best 10 fish. I That's think cool, we were 177.25 to 162. Point seven five, something like that. We beat them by fourteen inches. We we had a, a little nice. bigger average. We had a couple bigger fish in our stringer, which was the aggregate of ten fish, and it, it ended up good. You know, we go by inches is through a, mm -hmm. a tournament management app, Fishing Chaos, and uh, you know, you take your pictures with your identifier code on your measuring board and everything. Um, and it was uh, okay. it was a cool experience. You know, we we went over there and did what we had to do and took a win on the road. Um, there's teams from all over the. The eastern Country. seaboard down yeah. to you know texas louisiana arkansas illinois That's tennessee awesome. i mean there's tons awesome. of teams tons of teams man, yeah we're, we're number one team going into man. the playoffs we're the, we still got one more away game on uh santi cooper in a, a week from saturday um facing the uh, palmetto punishers the team from south carolina jason broach is on there that, that he's the he's been on the show before he's a He's a we'll hammer on the bass that. side and the saltwater side. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a hammer. Well, so, Santee yeah. Cooper, they just did a uh, Hobie tournament out there, right? Yeah, Hobie had a tournament there. Yeah, it's been a few months back, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I heard yeah. it was tough fishing. Yeah, it was kind of tough. But there's still yeah. people over there that wrecked that place. Hobie was just on the Fox and Wolf Rivers in uh, in Wisconsin and just straight smash fest on the smallmouth up there. I mean, Don't really? Still, yeah, yeah. I, I still haven't really gotten a opportunity to go to like a like well-known smallmouth fishery. I've caught some mm -hmm. in, in Tennessee here and there, you know, small, you know, 16 inch fish, but yep. man, I want to, I, I was just in Connecticut a couple, you know, three weeks back and I was passing over the, uh, the Susquehanna river in Harrisburg mm -hmm. and they were having yeah. the Hobie tournament that weekend. Oh really? So all my buddies it's were like a lot of my friends were fishing the tournament and I was going up to Connecticut to chase striper and and uh you know and fluke and bluefish and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um I got my heart broke up there. You know, I've talked about there it on the last episode with Chris. Yeah, I got I got broke off by so many big striper on top water, it was stupid. I was like, <laughs> man, I gotta go bigger or something, man. heavier braid or how know. much heavier do you go up there with those? I was throwing 50 and I got just 50? annihilated in the rocks. Really? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, how heavy are you supposed to go? I don't know. I guess 65. <laughs> 65 pound fluorocarbon liter. Good Lord, man. I lived up in Maine for a few years. Um, did some really nice smallie fishing up there. Oh, Float, yeah. Floating the rivers. That's beautiful. Yeah, Maine's really cool. That'd definitely be something that would, would interest me in going up there. You know, the Connecticut area is beautiful. We were we we're in Niantic. It was 
you know, off of the Long Island Sound. Uh, yeah. Um, there's some really cool ponds up there, too, around the area that had some great bass fishing. So I fished there in the evenings a couple nights. Uh, when the wind came up, I went and fished the little, well, they were about, you know, 80, 100 acres, you know, lake. I mean, they <laughs> yeah, weren't <little>. small ponds. <laughs> they, right. they had some size to them, but, man, they were clear. Uh, you know, I was throwing some uh, top water and some wacky rig Senkos, catching some yeah, good stuff. Oh, wacky rig. <laughs> you know, that, them, them things work everywhere. That's how I actually, you know, talking about Okeechobee, the funny thing is, you know, a lot of that place is, you know, you power fish in there. I was throwing a, you know, top toad early in the morning and top waters and this and that, but I ended up calling and catching my better fish, just dead sticking a Senko like the last hour of the tournament. Last hour Start of our window, out. just yeah. throw it out there and just barely twitch it and just twitch, twitch, just let it sit. Bam. Yeah, fish are weird, aren't they? It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the heat fishing, fishing Okeechobee in August with low water conditions is, is not an easy feat yeah. anyway. So Very true. we're just excited Very to go up there and take care of business. That's not for me. That's right, man. Just come home with the W. That's all I'm Come home with the dub. <laughs> all that driving, man. Oh, Jeez, yeah, man. yeah no, we're just see this this sec this is what this this is what i like i you can i mean i got an outline i kind of set up stuff to talk about but then you kind of dive off a different you know <laughs> i forgot you, you, you got to detour it every now and then you know you detour it you know i gotta take a little detour and we'll come back to everything else but yeah um yeah, yeah we're gonna get we're gonna run this real quick i like to do a thing called pick three all right um where i give you a fish a species Okay. Tell me the three rods and reels you will have with you um, rigged up. What's on them? So redfish, yeah. that's your uh, favorite yeah, thing to mess say, with. No, I'm not going to throw a loop on you and say, oh, uh, uh, blue runners. So let's see, three rods, reels, baits, and everything. Yeah, rod, reel, setup, complete setup so with the bait. Uh, Waterloo HP Lite uh, with a Daiwa Steez on it. And that's mm -hmm. going to have a jig head and a paddle tail. Yep. Uh, you run a fluoro leader, 15 pound or so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I put, I have 20 pound braid on that yep. and then 15 pound. Yeah. Seaguar leader on it. Um, let's see. What else? What do I have over there? Uh, probably another. No. Uh, Slam like, mag or, eight, or carbon mag. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. We're going to have to go ultra mag. Ultra uh, mag. Yeah. Top water. The, that's like my bigger. Yeah. That's my yep. big top water deal right there. Um, then I've got a little Shimano um, DC on that with 30 pound braid and 20 pound liter. Yeah. And then lastly, probably a Temple Fork light with another yeah. Daiwa on it and i've got 10 pound braid on that with 15 pound liter yeah so throwing something like lighter the, maybe throwing a bugs jig or, or, yeah. or something a little yeah a little, little shrimp imitation or something shrimp on imitation. it yeah um, i like the i like the lighter setups um yeah gives me a you know i like the fight i'm out there for a fight i'm not out there right just right fish to the boat so you know makes me yeah, i like to have a little, little 1000 series spinning reel with a little light rod with those little uh crusty crabs a little small yeah man now that i'm head on I'm those, get into spinner reels sheep's head on those are fun crusty crusty yeah. crabs what's it yeah called? the little they're little bitty uh <laughs> chase baits makes them okay all right they're, they're they're barely an eighth of an ounce man oh wow they're, they're not even eight they might be just a 16th sheep's and head you got i throw them on 10 pound braid with with a 12 pound fluorocarbon leader on like a little 1000 series spinning rock with a 
a seven okay. foot uh, HP light spinning rod. Yeah, all right. I cool. cast the sheep head with them off of little rock piles and, and reefs. Okay. Actually, redfish eat, eat them things all day too, but it looks like a little oh, fiddler sure. crab. So you pull it right up to their face and then they see it yeah. and you kind of twitch it away from them. <laughs> yeah, right. And they just annihilate the thing. And then and then sheephead are fun. And sheephead are great eating too. I will definitely oh, yeah. keep keep really sheephead and some black drum. Oh, yeah. But yeah, man, uh, I'm a Waterloo diehard. So if there you go. Waterloo's <laughs> listening, I uh, just sold a bunch of rods for you. Down there in the area? No, I'm just messing around, dude. Come on. I'm a, I love me some Waterloo, man. Yeah, though. Jimmy's good like, people, man. He's been a big supporter of me for 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 since I started, man. I mean, I've been friends yeah. with Jimmy. Uh, we have a mutual friend, and we've kind of hit it off, too, with between all of us and everything. And then, I, you know, I'm, I live where the, <laughs> the, the shop is at. Yeah, you know, right so I'm always door, stopping yeah. by there on the way home from fishing, talking stories mm-hmm. and sharing stuff with Jimmy and, you know, helping him promote his brand too, you know, because that's a big right. part of it is, you know, when 100%. you believe in a product and you promote it, that, that organic promotion beats anything. For sure. Any kind of force marketing. Yeah. Cause I was fishing with his rods way before I met him and way before I started right. getting hooked up, you know, and, and the quality but, yeah. on those things, man. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I never had a raw that I could really feel so much through. That salty mag, the new one they came out with, is kind of in between a HP light and a uh, and a slam mag, kind of. Okay. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still solid. have the seven. I've had one when the blanks first started thinking about those blanks. I have one of those, and I'm still fishing with it. I have it. I've had it over. I probably had that one a year and a half, and that's the one I throw my soft plastics on. When I'm yep. Sight casting redfish and stuff. And, that's cool. Man. And I put that rod up around the bow and underneath the kayak and around the back and like everything, dude. Like I straight wrecked that rod and I haven't broke it yet. So, nope. Yep. The yeah. only time I've ever broke one, I slammed it in the car door. But man, yep. those things slammed are... it or a high stick of fish, and that's my yeah. own fault. But yeah, right. Ultra Mag for top water. That's my go-to. A six nine, the little shorter six, butt nine. end. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And then uh, HP Slam Mag. I usually throw my corkies on those. Mm-hmm. And then I got a couple other blanks for those that don't know. Jimmy does make some awesome bass rods. So all my arsenal for my bass setups are all Waterloo's uh, um, like a Mag 3 and Mag 3.5 and Mag 4. He's got some heavy crankers. He's got the bait runner works well those, as a crankback rod. Does he make those specially for you? No, he they're they're available. They're just not on the website. He has some in the oh, store okay. every now and then, but anybody reach out, he does make some really good bass rods too. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, he's got nice. some blanks from uh uh the judge blank from Batson is really good for a just got a kind of like a glass blend, works real well for chatterbaits mm-hmm. and crankbaits and all that good stuff too. Very and, nice. Yeah, he makes a bunch of good stuff in there. That that store's definitely uh definitely taken off. Um, I don't know if anybody's been in there in a while, but uh you know, uh Mike Vasquez took over as the manager of the store for the mm-hmm. tackle side of things, kind of free Colby up in there and um, doing really well, keeping everything stocked and, uh, and uh, all up to date and everything. Lots of baits, lots of stuff from Texas custom lures. I'm a big believer in those double D's. I throw them mm-hmm. all the time, even for bass. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> they <Yeah>. work. <laughs> um, uh, along with. Yeah, every baits, time I'm down there, I got to, I got to swim by that stuff. And all that good stuff. Yeah. You can't beat any of that stuff man it's just so so cool to have that stuff so close to me and be mm-hmm. available everybody check them out 
waterlooRods.com. They, they, they ship it out. They ship stuff out every day. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Take some of it. All right. Then we got uh we're gonna keep rolling here. Um we had to pick three. Now we got a quick five. This is just answer it and we're just gonna move on. All right. <laughs> it. All right. Quick five. Here we go. Redfish or trout? Redfish. Hot dog or burgers? Ugh, burgers. Artificial or live bait? Artificial. Yeah. Astros or the Rays? Astros. That's dang. There we go. Motors <laughs> or pedals? Pedals. Of course. I've kind of thought I was going to stump you on the, the, the Tampa Bay. On the Astros one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. So the, the golf club I was working at in Houston when I was working as a golf pro over there, um, Jim Crane was one of the members. And man, he did a lot for us as the lowly little golf pros that work there. He gave us World Series tickets. I oh, mean, wow. just was always really good to us. That's so. pretty cool. It was pretty <laughs> cool, man. Cool yeah. <laughs> Especially when they played the Braves. Yep. Yeah. yeah that was the, uh, yeah. And then the Yankees series. We were yep. there for that too. Man, that's pretty cool right there. It's, it's funny sometimes the little, the little connections you make in, in, in the stuff you do, your jobs or through fishing or stuff. I mean, there's, there's people I've met through fishing. I'm like, holy crap! I never thought I would have been talking to them. No, no, <laughs> I know. Like, well, Dude, this I'm is, in a kayak I, and I'm I, doing this. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I never thought I'd be on a podcast. Honestly, oh, well, I've never been on one. This is the first. Oh, one this I've ever awesome, been on. dude. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, I've been, I've been keeping up with you a little bit. You know, we're, you know, Thank we got you. that niche, the kayak fishing, the saltwater side, and all that good stuff. And it's just like, you kept popping up, and I was like, oh man, I'm gonna follow this guy. Let me check this guy out. Let me check this out. Yeah. Oh man, he's got some Thank good you. stuff. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. No, we'll definitely have to link up when you uh, get back over this way. Hundred we'll percent. Yeah, try we'll to make something there. work with that. Um, Do some fishing down. Yeah. Shoot. Oh, somebody ringing my doorbell. Hello. Got <laughs> <laughs> the dogs barking. Everything going crazy back there. But yeah. Um. Man, appreciate you supporting Waterloo, dude. That's awesome. Man, uh, I am do some work over there in Florida. Florida. <laughs> I'll be Jimmy. You need to send this guy some rods, man. Dude, Come, on. Yeah, please. Come on, Jimmy. I know you got a couple back there. I'm I was actually about to order just a couple more because I just I broke two of them. So <laughs> I need a few more. Yeah. Yeah. They uh they they they're a big supporter of, of all the tournaments around here and everything that they're, goes on. You know, they're dude, they're, they're really always on good. top of things. Group uh, of guys, you know, with, man. With, uh, Speedy Stop and then Waterloo with the the kids fish tournaments there in Port O'Connor and all that every mm-hmm. year and and you know they're they're a big supporter of the community and everything that's what I appreciate you know that awesome. and yeah. they're just they they're great people yeah, great people yeah you know. every time I go in there man I have a, a good conversation with somebody oh yeah and he's got all the kids you know he helps some of them young bucks in there working are all good too they're all good kids you know yep. so mm-hmm. definitely uh, gives back to the community well yeah <laughs> Waterloo go check them out yes sir good stuff. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else we got going on. Um, that's about it. I think we're about to wrap this thing up. Yeah, man. I gotta go make some dinner. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everybody, go. Uh, thank y'all for watching. Uh, watching the show. You know, we wouldn't uh, won't be doing what we doing without y'all support. Without everybody watching, listening. However, you do that: YouTube, Facebook, or, or listening to any podcast platform out there uh we're we're distributed through uh the megaphone um and on waypoint tv go to the waypoint app and check us out there too 
Uh, also, if you want to follow along with Zach, he's uh, on IG. Only Dinks. The O is a zero, not the letter O. <laughs> Just remember that. I wish I had a way Thank to put you. a slash through it because it'd be a circle <laughs> slash. Only Dinks on IG. Zach Steele in the house right there. Uh, some great content from here. He's down in Florida, so you'll see some uh, different stuff coming from him, transitioning down there. Hopefully, we'll see him throw some big snook up on there here pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, that's my next thing. I need a 40-incher. <laughs> oh, man, that would be insane. But uh, I think he's got some plans to come back to Texas. So then, uh, you know, we're going to try to link up with that. Maybe we'll have some some big trout to post up there for you when that happens. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Y'all don't forget to check out, uh, keep track of the um, Pal and Finn page and then my page. Uh, there will be an event page up <laughs> for the Three Bells, Redfish, Greenfish, Smackdown. That will be October, uh, last weekend, October 22nd, 23rd. Uh, let me check real quick. I'm not wanting to stop doing what I'm doing. Yeah, be the, be the next to last weekend. Be, yeah, 22nd, 23rd, Saturday, Sunday, Redfish, Redfish event on Saturday, CPR. And then uh, 23rd will be an uh, in-person event on Lake Bass Drop, North Shore Park. We should have fun with that. But, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, stick around real quick after outro, Zach. And I'll get with mm-hmm. you before we gotcha. wrap things up. But we're going to wrap this up right here. And uh, we'll catch y'all next time on Chasing the Tide. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.